0: Hello, you beautiful, wonderful people. Welcome to this week's episode of Adoption Adventures. Now, those of you that follow on my Instagram, adoption.adventures, link, hint, 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 um, would notice that I put up a not-gonna-lie link, which allows you to send in um, your messages, your comments, your questions without any name attached to it so it's all anonymous um and i've said that whatever your questions are i'm going to answer it on on the pod um i've had quite a mix of uh of questions come through it's been quite fun um so today's episode is going to be all about me answering those questions um some are adoption related turns out some of them are just questions for for me, it turns out some of you want to know a bit about me, which is cute. Um, so, um, let's see. So the first question was actually surrounding um the concept of contact, um, and from last week's episode, uh, we talked about direct contact, and this listener said, you know, happier, I'm fine with direct contact as long as it's in the best interest of the child. But isn't there a chance that a child doesn't settle down um, with their new family um, if there is constant contact with birth families? Really good question, and this question has come up quite a few times, like in training sessions that I've delivered on, on or been observing. And it's a really valid question. Is it actually causing too much confusion for a child of who where do I actually belong? Who do I belong with? Really, really valid. The 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 facts are and the research suggests that actually by having that direct contact, by you engaging with it, by you opting into it, what it actually does is solidifies your relationship with these children. We have to remember our children should always know about their birth families and their first families. We should always be comfortable to have those conversations and talk about them. So by them seeing these people, all that is going to happen is going to solidify how strong your bond is, how strong your attachment is, and build that confidence of you accept them for everything, all that they are and everything that they need. And providing our children are at the forefront of all of our decisions, thought processes and and actions, It's always going to be the best for them. You may find that you're engaging in contact and you are giving it everything you've got with gusto. And actually after time, your child lets you know, do you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not comfortable with this anymore. They are letting you know to step that back a bit. You might find other times those children are saying, I'm really enjoying this and this is actually making me feel more settled. Please, can we do some more of this? Ultimately, all of these things lead to our children feeling more safe, more secure, and more loved by us if we accept them, but every part of them, the whole thing. So, there's a lot of research behind it. I know the D did um, sort of like they um, sent out some, some research recently about this. Um, and I know that there's been other bodies that have done research. I I don't know them. I'm not, I'm not clued up enough to do sort of site research and things like that. But there is a lot of research that will demonstrate and prove that actually staying in contact and having positive contact actually helps our children to feel more settled. So totally understand the fears and anxieties or sort of like those questions. But no, it's, as a vast majority of the time, having that direct contact is actually a a huge benefit to our kids. So that's that one. Uh, Next one. Would you leave your significant other for a celebrity? I mean, that is a great question. Uh, I mean, maybe not sort of like leave and, you know, call off the entire relationship forever. But perhaps for a night, oh. <laughs> um, and whilst it's not been asked, you know who that would be. I think I'm not gonna lie. Tom Daly. He's he's high up on that list. You know, both both dad and I. We've we've got our our list of five. He's on the list. Maybe Brad Pitt. I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna leave. Dad for forever, but you know. If someone was begging to sort of go out on a date with me, fine, fine, I'll have a little chat. <laughs> so yeah, that's the answer to that one. Um, next one, next one. All uh, nursery build-up sessions this week. Very concerned I'll be mistaken for a ginger centre by other children. That is cute, that's adorable, and it's also like it sounds like you've got all kinds of anxieties for the like no no need for those sort of worries. And I would also say if kids are mistaking you for Santa, that is awesome because that just means that you are gonna be the highlight of their time and they're just gonna see you as someone who is awesome and Santa Santa's the guy that brings the fun, right? So Yeah, that's that's someone. I'd be alright having a doppelganger as as Santa. Um, don't stress yourself out, and uh, I'm sure the kids will just think that you're awesome. That's all they're going to be thinking about. Um, next one. Uh, What music do you listen to? Love this question. Um, okay so my Spotify I tell you I'm gonna tell you now I've got a Spotify playlist okay that I have been building up over the years and this playlist stresses dad out something chronic because I will genuinely I'll hear a song and go right just add that to my list and I will make that playlist i don't have separate playlists for separate occasions i will just go that is my playlist that i'm going to play um my playlist has 73 hours 35 minutes of content um so a fair amount on there um and it is completely like completely completely random um so looking down my list we've if i just sort of scroll down to the center so here i've got t-rex sean mendes the paper kites leon bridges george ezra uh passenger you know it it really is quite varied what sort of music can i listen to at the moment though there are two um groups that i'm listening to that i'm thoroughly enjoying their music. First one is a group called Oh Wonder. Um, it's husband and wife team, um, singer-songwriters, bit um, sort of indie pop kind of music. Um, they're they're lovely. They're really really wonderful to to listen to. Um, so I would definitely recommend sort of having a listen to them. Um, check out Oh Wonder's song Oh Wonder um that's that's always a good one and the other group is imagine dragons who i spoke about um earlier in the year was never that big a fan um every every sort of time that i'd hear dad or little dude having them on in the background but like, yeah they're fine went to see them live and i was like oh my goodness where have they been why didn't i know these people like these are incredible and my playlist now has an awful lot of of those guys um <laughs> in my world. So yeah, Imagine Dragons, could I could I pick a, a favourite song? Not 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 at the moment. Um I think for me they um the um the album that I'm listening to at the moment uh oh, can't remember what it's called. Can't remember what it's called, um, but ultimately, evolve evolve is the album that I am uh, listening to, and I could listen to that on repeat. Love it. Um, so that's the music that I uh, that I am listening to. That was a really cool question. Um, I had two two comments. One, I miss you, and then when I responded, somebody else said I miss you too. I don't know who said those things but I'm confident I miss you as well. Um so yeah. Absolutely sending loads of love to to anyone who misses me. I miss you too. Um biggest red flags in a guy. Wow. Um I mean look, honestly Honesty here you know been an awful long time since I've been on a dating scene, so red flags you know for me are not current um certainly when when I was dating and when I started dating dad big red flag was whether whether he wanted children or not that that was a huge sort of factor um I, I think a thing for me particularly If I'm meeting new people, a big red flag for me when I'm meeting new people is um, sort of, I think tolerance um, is a big one. You know, I think if I see someone who is rude to to people, that makes me very uncomfortable. Um, Certainly, if I see someone who is rude to someone that they consider to be beneath them. Um, that's a massive, massive red flag for me wanting to spend time with those people, um, and another one is laziness. If um if I see someone who I I think is is particularly lazy, I I'm I'm instantly not enjoying spending time with that person. Um. name all of your exes oh my lord <laughs> um now i'm not entirely sure um how like if if this is if this is to just delve in and find out more about me and or if i know all of the names um but let's see let's see so i'm going to i'm going to go with significant exes as well here so Um, starting off, we had Terri-Ann, Natalie and Amy, that's right. Significant. Um, then there was, uh, there was Joe, there was an Adam. I had a couple of dates from a couple of other guys, but it never really turned... I wouldn't have classed them as boyfriends, so I'm not going to class them as my exes as such. It was just like we were kind of dating for a couple of months sort of thing. I don't know if you'd class that as a fully-fledged ex. Um, yeah. Yeah, so significant. Um it's, it's those, those ones. Wouldn't it be horrible if I worked out that I'd forgotten someone? Oh, tragic, absolutely tragic. I think I've covered everyone. Um, okay. <laughs> um, next question, random one, but what was your um, boy's bedtime routine at six to seven and what ages did you change the bedtimes? Great question um so we did when when he moved in with us i think his bedtime was around about the seven o'clock mark if if um memory serves me it was about the seven o'clock mark um now the the bedtime routine when he first moved in he would want a glass of milk before going to bed like he would brush his have a glass of milk brush his teeth we would then go read a story and then sort of he'd he'd go to bed but we found that he would get up to go to the toilet very very quickly so quite quickly we took away the milk um before bed he would have a bath or a shower um and either dad or i would split so one of us would do the bath time whilst the other one was tidying up after dinner and then we would do sort of story time and and things like that um and ages i think with each year that he got older i think we kind of added like half an hour um but i think to be honest i think no do you know what that's not even true because i think even up until like he was 11 or so during the week his bedtime would be nine o'clock um and then when he started senior school it wouldn't go much past nine thirty because he was exhausted um we had times when we went past and beyond that but yeah we kept quite strict with with bedtimes because we just he really struggled to get to sleep, so we just wanted to get him settled as quickly as possible. We would make sure that he was off of his phone or anything, sort of any device. Um. So once we'd had dinner, he was not allowed to then go back on a device. Um. We could maybe watch something, um, but he couldn't go on phone or iPad or, or whatever. Um, or xbox um we kind of still do that now really um the phone obviously he he's he's got because you know he's 17. um but we still don't want him going on the xbox afterwards um but yeah i think i think you start to sort of like build up and understand where where they're at um and yeah i think we just added some some time as as we sort of fit um this one's really cute. Um, everything okay? Uh that's a nice question. Um do you know what? We've had a couple of um little difficult moments as a family, um some challenges of late. Um we are all fine, everyone's okay, um, but we've just been faced with a couple of challenges lately that, that have been sort of new and, and difficult to, to manage, but I think we're doing all right. As a broad stroke, everything's all good. Um, And then, (laughs) uh, next question a secret that you kept from your parents. I'm hoping that this wasn't my parents that said this. Um, It's all right, they uh, (laughs) they don't know how to use Instagram. Um, A secret I kept from my parents. To be fair, I don't think I kept many secrets from my parents. Um, I, I did smoke for a while, didn't let them know for a while, but then they did find out. Um, obviously, the fact that I... um. Obviously the fact that I was gay, I kept to myself for a while. Um, I think I think any secret that I had from my parents, I think they probably know now. I I don't think that there's anything I don't think there's anything significant in my in my life that I've been able, that I've kept from them. Um, that I've continued to keep from them. Um, which I think is a bit boring, I think maybe i should maybe I should do something now and sort of like keep a secret from them um you know suggestions welcome on a postcard what what should i do what What sort of thing can I do to uh, to hide from them <laughs> um but yeah i don't I don't think there's any any real exciting um sort of secrets there um okay next question um so done that one done that one done that one um then oh yeah that was the naming of the x's yeah done that one um (laughs) how many selfies do you take in a day this to be honest Not that many, not that many. Um, all depends at work. If I've decided that I'm going to do a selfie day, um, then I'll take quite a significant amount of, um, selfies whilst at work with our sort of disabled service users. And I'll do quite a few selfies then, but that's more for sort of like the marketing of the business. Um, not that many, not that many. Um, but interestingly there was a there was another message that said you should post more selfies so you know the link there um was clearly you want more you want more uh, selfies coming out um there there was a a lovely message i'm going to assume that this is dad that said this um it says you're very attractive um, it's very cute. Um, definitely, definitely. Can I assume that that was Dad? Maybe it was Tom Daley Maybe that was his way of getting in touch with me. You just don't know, do you? You just don't know. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's the answers to your questions. Um, I, I'm hoping that I kind of answered those things. It's quite nice actually because there's been quite a few there where you you appear to sort of like want to know a little bit more about about me which is um, which is really nice but but yeah I've quite enjoyed that that's been quite good fun Um, and yeah if um, I might do that again in the new year hopefully that's answered all of those questions but you know what you know me if I've said anything here and you're like hey Actually, I'd like to know more about that. I'd like to know why you like I wonder. Drop me a message. I'm always happy to, to talk about that sort of thing. Um, but yes, thank you all for joining in. Love that. Um, and the next episode will be released, I imagine it'll probably be the day after Boxing Day. So Boxing Day is on Monday. So I imagine I'll do it on the Tuesday. If next week's is a bit late, that's why. Um, but in the meantime, I'm wishing you all a lovely, lovely festive period. Um, if, you are, if you're if a family that celebrates, wonderful. If you're a family that enjoys just a little bit of downtime, wonderful. If you're a family that decides actually you're just not that bothered and you can't wait for Christmas to be s- sort of a conversation that is no more hand, also wonderful. You, you enjoy your life. You You do you. Um, sending all love, hugs and kisses your wife.